All right. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while ending the future of the American dream. Are you tired of this? At what point are you done giving to these companies that do not care about you? At some point, we have to fight back. And that's why I love my people over at Public Square. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to simply buy children's clothing, find new athletic clothing that knows what a woman actually is, shop for clean skin care, or find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as a consumer or business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, America? We've got Zach in the building. Zach, say What's hello. Up, guys? All right, we've got Todd in the uh, in the chair. Good morning, loves. We're, we we got to call the chair something like I don't know the hot seat. Why yeah, I gotta be the in the hot, hot seat? I don't know, but it's the hot seat because you're in like a love chair, like a love. Oh, that's a fact. Wait, I will tell you, it is a hot seat. This shirt's gonna be soaking wet for this thing's Todd over. Todd is learning the the parts of being in a studio that most people never understand, and that's how hot oh. it gets in mm -hmm. studios. And this is why most studios are like 50 degrees all the time because these lights right here. I had to start wearing a hat. Everybody thinks, you know, that, like they hate it because of the shadow, but I started wearing it because I'd be under the light so long, I would start to get burned on my <laughs> on the top of my head. Because these these suckers right here are like like tanning bed lights, oh, you know? Uh, yes, yesterday, I literally like, well, y'all remember, I smelled so bad. I mean, I ran <laughs> you out. You smell a shirt. Yeah, I ran out of deodorant. Like, this show yesterday burnt the deodorant off of me yesterday. <laughs> like, All right. Okay, yes. Todd smelled bad. Oh. I, I can't smell, so it didn't bother me at all. Uh, but speaking of shows... This is the post-debate episode. We are going to talk about the debates. Now, before I get started, okay, we're, we're going to talk about several things. We're going to talk about the viewership of the Fox News debate, the viewership of the Trump-Tucker Carlson debate. I also seem to remember a certain person saying last episode, I wouldn't be shocked if Trump launched his interview with Tucker during the debate. Didn't didn't I say that? I, I, I recall I'm, somebody. I, I think someone I'm said that. I'm pretty positive yeah, I that I said that I, I, I really would not be shocked if that happened. Um, anyway, I'm not saying I'm right all the time, but dang, I'm right a lot of times. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, but we're going to talk about uh, the Trump interviews. Uh, we've got, this is a 
jam-packed episode of Clips. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get into the debate. We all were up here at the office last night watching, getting prepped for being able to watch the debate lives with you guys. So next month is the second round of the debates. I think probably three of the eight people that were there last time won't be there this next time. They shouldn't be. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, we're going to be able to uh, stream it live with you guys, which we're very excited mm-hmm. about. We're super pumped about that. So last night was a good light. We had a lot of fun. I, and so I, I think you're going to really enjoy um, <laughs> the uh, the commentary. It's like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, yeah. I actually know that. Meet hey, Jay. Good <laughs> Zach knows a B-rated sci-fi yes. show. All right. Anyway, so we're going to talk about all of these things. Um, uh, we're we're going to go through each candidate and like give you our thoughts. Um, and then we're going to talk about who we think won. And then I actually did some polls. And we've had tens of thousands on Twitter alone. 50,000 of you have voted already since last night on who you think won the debate. And we're going to talk about all of these things. But before we do that, we've got to get into a sponsor. All right, as central banks in countries like China, India, and Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the U.S. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans reach out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar, gold, held tax shelter accounts in a retirement account. Listen, people, do not let this happen. They're going to track everything you're doing. Now is the time to get your free information and learn if gold is right for you. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit. That's it. No obligation. Free information is vital information. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners from the very beginning. All you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Because if the central bank digital currency becomes reality, it'll be nice to have some gold to depend on. All right, and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yes! There we go. Wow. I love it. I love it. Oh, Zach is having a good time he now with this. He is killing sport. it. Uh, killing it. He's but we got to address the elephant in the room. He's got a lot of responsibilities. We got to address oh. the elephant in the room because on yeah. this show, we show oh. no pity to anyone. No, nobody. So, for those of you who listened to the last episode, mm-hmm. you probably heard a conversation in the middle <laughs> that was not supposed to be that was there. Not supposed to be there. Where we, we, we were talking about oh. something where we needed to cut something out. And, got it all. and then and then you even hear me say, okay, 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 three, two, back <laughs> yeah. into it. That was supposed to be edited out. And somebody the, didn't. And somebody no. didn't. And that I would be Zach. Button yourself. Uh, and, <laughs> Button yourself. Is that the Grinch? That's yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's it. awesome. Do it again. Do it again. Do it oh, again. Cut it too early. Hold on. We go back to me. Oh, that's yes. awesome. I love yes. that. Uh, anyway, oh. no, we love Zach. It's a lot of stuff to do. It happens from time to time. And then once we live stream, the thing is, when we mess up, we it's mess there. up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's there. Yeah. Cutting it out. And, and so, mm-hmm. you know, I actually am kind of looking forward to that because then there'll be moments where we're like, sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, that's, My bad. Just, that's just how it is. Okay. We, we, we really got to get going because this is going to be two hours if we don't go through this. Okay, so first of all, um, I want to talk about 
uh, the elephants in the room on some of the debate. So we got to talk about the fact Trump did not show up. We all knew this was going to happen. Um, and, and, and I posted on Twitter, like, this is the death of Fox News right off the bat. So I looked it up this morning on the Fox News viewership for the debate. Uh, and as of three hours ago, now this number is probably going to change, go up a little bit or whatever. But as of three hours ago, uh, the GOP debate uh, on Fox News attracted 23.9 million viewers. Okay. Um, now, let's just do a little look-see at what Tucker Carlson's interview with Donald Trump has done so far. Um you know, only a little bit better. 171 million people have watched the Trump mm. interview. Mm. And that's in 11 hours, by the way. Yeah. Mm. That's not even in a full 24 hours. This thing's going to do 400 million views yeah. when it's but, over with. But, but Biden won the election. But Biden won the yeah, election. He won the election. Yes, Biden won the election. <laughs> um, so I think the best way to go about this is what we're going to do is we've got a lot of like um, best of moments from the Trump Tucker interview. And so we're just going to go through them one at a time. We're going to play them. We're going to give some responses. And then once we get through those, then we're going to get into the actual debate. And, um, uh, I guess it's okay for us to go ahead and say who we think won the debate. Well, actually, we need to point out we took bets before. We did. We, we took, did. We took, we took bets, bets before. We took <sighs> two bets. I did it again. We took two bets. I did it again. Who's going to win the bait? Uh, the bait? <laughs> Who's going to win the debate? <laughs> and how many times are they going to mention Trump? Okay? I'm not pointing two. any fingers. Okay? Two. But uh, one of us got... The who's going to win the debate, right? I mean, two for two, and was was within like how many? Two. two. You was two. within. Two. I was within two of how many times they mentioned Donald Trump's name during the debate. So I said Vivek is going to win. Uh, DeSantis. I I'm pretty sure I said DeSantis is going to be exposed. Yeah. Um, and then I so I guess that's three for three. And then I said Trump would be 37 times. And it was 35 times. 39. Oh, you I were said two thirty nine. It was thirty seven. Yeah. Times. Okay. Yes. Oh, they ended up going. To, it went up to thirty nine. Yeah. 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 They uh, kept. They kept talking about yeah. it. Uh, Zach, what did you say? You said I said uh, twenty five times for Trump. So I was somewhat close. Yes, yeah, I knew it was going to be low. Yeah. But then I also went with uh, Vivek to win. Okay. So was, and then Todd just I, just, I just he I crapped the bed. I don't want to talk about it. He it, what, go don't ahead take and Todd me. to Vegas. Uh, Todd said <laughs> nope. that he still believed. No, no, this was the night Ron DeSantis was not what I said. Okay, no, he did in his defense. He did originally go with Vivek, but he said to be different. He'd go with DeSantis. Thank you. I'll give you that. Thank you. I'll give you that. But you still chose the wrong side. I did, without a doubt. I mean, I... Yeah, I, and then he said they'd only mentioned Trump 19 times. Buttoned, and yeah. the best part of it was, it, it was looking like Todd <laughs> might was, be I right. hands down. And then what Todd, <laughs> what Todd does, this is him. He does this with football, <laughs> oh, with baseball, this, everything. This was great. This he treats himself. He literally says, because they were at 15... And like, like Todd's like, dude, we got this in the bag. It's the back end of the of the debate now. And they literally go to commercial break, 
And before they go to commercial break, they show the Fulton County Jail, and they're like, we're, we're going to address the elephant in the room on when the next segment. And the whole segment was dedicated <laughs> to Donald Trump. And it's just like, it was the fun- Literally three seconds it, after I got that out of my mouth. It was, just, the, oh. it was the funniest thing ever. And that's why next time when we have it live stream, it will be funnier because you'll actually remember that. And you'll be like, oh, I saw oh, yeah. that too. And now you can just, button me now. Now it's just, yeah, there you go. Do it. <laughs> there you go. Because I was. I love it. All right. Okay. So, all right. So, we're going to do Trump clips first. Then we're going to go debate. Um, then we're going to do some final thoughts about the candidates. Uh, and then something very, very disturbing and interesting happened to Don Jr. last night after Ooh. the debates. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have that video footage as well. So, what's going on, everybody? I want you to stop drinking communist coffee. I want you to switch to America's Coffee Black riflecoffee.com. It's very simple. You can spend the rest of your life drinking frou-frou drinks for anti-American communist pieces of garbage, or you can drink America's coffee and support my friends of over 10 years at blackriflecoffee.com. Go get America's coffee, fuel up on freedom, blackriflecoffee.com right now. Without further ado, let's get into the clips. I think it was a terrible move getting rid of you. You were number one on television, and all of a sudden you're, we're doing this interview, but we'll get bigger ratings using this crazy forum that you're using than probably, uh, probably the debate or competition. So that's Trump predicting that his interview is going to do better. Now, again, say what you want to about the guy. The guy knows exactly what he's doing at all times. So here's the thing. That was a pre-recorded interview. So everything that's said in this interview was pre-recorded. I don't know how far in advance it was Mm. pre-recorded, but... He literally says he's he's like Babe Ruth calling his shot. <laughs> For real, All right, he's literally saying this this interview we're doing is probably going to do better than the, the, <laughs> and, and it literally is like five x <laughs> what the GOP debate. even on this crazy forum that we're on I'm, right now. Yeah, I'm telling you. And so anyway, okay, keep going, keep going. Uh, that was just a little. I, I thought it was interesting. He called that shot. So all right, why are you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that, and many people said you shouldn't do them, but you see the polls have. Come come out and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points and you know some of them are at one and zero and uh, two and I'm saying do I sit there for an hour or two hours whatever it's going to be and uh, get harassed by people that shouldn't even be running for president should I be doing that Uh, and a network that isn't particularly friendly to me frankly you know they uh, they were back in Ronda Sanctimonious like crazy, and now they've given up on him. I mean, he's, it's a lost cause. He <laughs> reminded me very much of 2016. You know, in 2016, I went through the same stuff and had to fight them all the way, and then they became very friendly after I won, or just about when I was winning. But I just felt it would be uh, more appropriate not to do the debate. I don't think it's uh, right to do it. Uh, if you're leading by 50, 60, I have one poll, I'm leading by 70 points, and I'm saying, why am I doing it? And I'm going to have eight people, 10 people, whoever made the debate. I don't know how many it is, but I'm going to have all these people screaming at me, shouting questions at me, all of which I love answering. I love doing, but it doesn't make sense to do them. So uh, I've taken a pass, as you probably noticed. I I did. I'm grateful that you did. All right. So we talked about this. um, And then next, there's actually in the notes that there's a clip titled, Should Trump Have uh, Attended the Debates? We'll play that one next, kind of out of order. I apologize. So thoughts, Todd, because I I know we talked about it last episode. Do you still feel like Trump made the 
the right decision yeah, not a, attending a hundred percent i mean he there's nothing to gain by doing it like he literally had nothing to gain uh now we're gonna have to wait and see where vivek lands mm-hmm. after this to see if he does the second one i i don't know only time will tell but no he had he had nothing to gain by doing it and like he called it we just went over it he didn't show up to the bait, and he still got watched more than everybody else. Uh, Vivek is going to skyrocket. Uh, uh, yeah, after, I think so after too. The debate. Uh, he was already <clears throat> he was already in second place. He has already taken over DeSantis's spot at second place. I wouldn't be shocked if DeSantis drops to fourth or fifth uh, after this one. Anyway, so this is uh, louder with Crowder. Uh, he's got Jordan Peterson on, and Jordan Peterson actually says he wished Trump would have done it. But I thought what Crowder says right here. Uh, says it all, and then we'll get back into the Trump-Tucker uh, clip. So here's a uh, letter of credit. The Trump wasn't there. I think it's not good that both Biden and Trump have decided that they're not going to participate in these debates because the debates are crucial, and I think participating in them is a show of strength and a show of respect. I mean, Trump made a brilliant move tonight going to see Tucker Carlson instead at the same well, let me, time. Let I mean, me say one thing. Here. Uh, uh, I slightly disagree, and let me explain sort of my premise here. Strategically, right, it was a risk he didn't need to take. But I also think that everyone there tonight really should be thanking their lucky stars. Um, the best thing that could have happened to them from a selfish perspective, right, as far as advancing, is Donald Trump not being there. Because every time I'm watching these people answer, with the exception of Vivek, DeSantis, certainly Pence, certainly Nikki Haley, certainly Chris Christie, and I'm going, let me put them right next to Donald Trump. Every single one of them tonight would have l- left that, that debate far more bruised and battered if Donald Trump had been there. So it's almost a benevolent hey, act. Fair enough. I think it was unfortunate. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. I, I think that yeah. not only was it a risk that Donald Trump didn't need to take, I think that it gave an actual opportunity for Americans to see how weak these other candidates are. Uh, and, and we'll get into uh, the, the the candidates here in a minute, but we got a lot of, uh, of Trump-Tucker clips here, so let's keep it rolling. You think television is declining? Well, according to a poll that I guess we just saw, it just came out where it's down like 30, 35 percent. But I think they were talking, referring to cable. I think cable's down because it's lost credibility. MSNBC, or as they say, MSDNC, is so bad. It's so <laughs> wrong what they write and what they do and what they say. It's, you know, it's fake news, as I said. I think I came up with that term. I hope I did because it's a good one. It's not tough <laughs> enough anymore. It's corrupt news. You know, really what you do is call corrupt news. But somehow that doesn't play as nicely. But uh, it is corrupt news. So you have uh, MSNBC and you have CNN, who's absolutely doing no ratings at all. I mean, they're dead. <laughs> But they're doing that because they don't have credibility. They really don't have credibility. Fox is way down, as you know. And uh, the good old days are are long ago. I will say this. uh, It could come back, but they they just don't have a lot of credibility. Tucker, you know that perhaps better than anybody. Yeah, so I agree. Um, You know, fake news isn't a, a, a strong enough term for the mainstream media today. Uh, corrupt news. See, this is the thing about Trump. <clears throat> everything he says, you just you just relate to the guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, like everything he says, it's just kind of naturally, he's naturally kind of this funny dude. And, and, and a friend of mine, Liz Wheeler, I was watching her monologue this morning, and she was talking about DeSantis and all this other stuff. And we'll get into DeSantis and, you know, his autism and or whatever it is that he's got going on. But either way, um, 
it, you know, some people will argue, well, you know, how you debate and how you, you know, come off to people doesn't affect policy. And well, that may be true, but it does affect people actually voting for you That's in, a fact. in a primary. Like if people think you're a weirdo and, and they just don't like you and there's nothing personal about you, you cannot shift the energy of a room. Nope. Right. So, so me and Tom were recruiters. This is a very thing. Like recruiters mm-hmm. that could, that that went into a room and kids wouldn't pay attention to them or adults wouldn't pay attention to you. You weren't you weren't a good recruiter. <laughs> you were going and to you, the house. Yeah, you were going to the house. <laughs> but 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 those recruiters that would walk <laughs> up in there and the whole room just shifted towards you. You were good recruiters. Uh, same thing with politicians, etc. So it does matter. Um, and and Trump just Trump doesn't have to try. Like that, nope. that is, that is true. That is how Trump acts. And that is how he interacts. It's something that cannot be taught. He just yeah. has it. That's why it happens every single time he's on TV, on the mic every time, because it's just, it's just something innate within him. All right, let's keep going. We got a lot of stuff to go through here. A guy like Chris Christie, a guy left with a, think of it, 8% approval rating in New Jersey. Now he's running for president. And he runs solely on the basis, oh, let's get Trump. He's like a savage uh, uh, maniac. He's like a lunatic. (laughs) And that's all he talks about. His poll numbers are very, very low. He's about 2%. What's he like? You know him well. Well, I've I've been friendly with him over the years, but I couldn't give him a a job because I just never trusted him very much. Uh, I was just never one of his people that really trusted him. I never gave him the job. And that's one of the reasons he feels so hurt and so betrayed. And I understand that. I really do. I understand it. But I never gave him. You know, he wanted to be different things. He was looking at different uh, elements of the administration. And we decided, uh, I decided just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. And now I'm glad I did. Yeah. So, like- so, so that's important. I think we've got clips of Vivek and Christie going back and forth later on. Uh, Chris Christie's campaign is is nothing but I hate That's Donald it. Trump. That is literally oh, yeah. it. Like, and we said it yesterday. Look, you've got Trump supporters; they're not going anywhere. There's nothing you can do to take people off the Trump train. Like, I'm sorry, even if he goes to jail Friday, you know, there's nothing you can do. I think they said he's actually going down there today. Yes, today. Oh, yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, okay. and so so by today is going to be very interesting. So we should have a mugshot today. <clears throat> We're going to find out if he listens to like what Dan Bongino said, which I don't think he will. Um, but but either way, yeah, like today, a lot of things are going to go down. Again, Trump is a marketing genius, okay? So literally, when the debate really started getting good last night was when they were like, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah. And then and then literally, it was like the second half of a football game. Like all the gloves came <laughs> off at that point. All right? And then... His interview with Tucker is dominating. It's all anyone's talking about. Um, and then today, he's going to go down there, get his mug shot, and he'll be in the news cycle for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And, and this GOP debate just going to be a blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. And it's genius. I mean, it really is genius. Um, okay, keep going. I feel, but it was just interesting. I read Barr's account of his time. He wrote a book about it. Right. Uh, his autobiography. And in it, he lies about Jeffrey Epstein's death. Clearly lies. Uh, do, you, do you think Epstein killed himself sincerely? I don't know. I, I will say that, you know, he was a fixture in Palm Beach. Yeah. 
I don't know what Barr said about it either. I have no idea what he said. What did he say? He killed himself, probably? He said he killed himself and that they were going to do this investigation. They never did the investigation. It's never been public. And they hid it. And like, why are they doing that? And clearly Barr knew. But why would Bill Barr be covering up the death of Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, Bill Barr didn't do an investigation on the election fraud either. Okay, He said he did and he pretended he did, but he didn't. all right. but it was- so so that's Trump. That's Trump going. Yeah, he didn't kill himself. <laughs> what Bill Barr say? Did Bill Barr say he killed himself? Well, you know, Bill Barr's an idiot. So <laughs> facts. <laughs> but that's how Trump does it, man. Again, this is and the reason we're playing these clips is one. I mean, we got to show you what Trump said. But 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 this is gloves off politicking. What is happening right now? And I really don't think enough people are paying attention to. What's actually happening? You've got Tucker Carlson, which is arguably the largest voice in the Republican conservative news journalistic movement, possibly of all time. Like, like when it's all said and done, I think Tucker Carlson will be above Rush when it's all said and done. Not yet, but, but, but above Rush when it's all said and done. Um, but now you've got Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson unleashed, right? He can talk about whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. And what's he talking about? The front runner of the presidential bet. What about this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing? Yes. Um, Did he kill himself? Did he not kill himself? Why in the client list release? Like why, you know, why are the, why are we not doing any of these things? And then I love that Donald Trump does it in a very eloquent way, in my opinion, in that he says it without having to say it. Mm-hmm. So he didn't say, uh, to, to to be fair and non-biased, he did not say Epstein didn't kill himself. But he did say, what did Barr say? Did Barr say he killed himself? Well, you know, he's a moron. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I, mean, I mean, you know, if you if you believe what morons say, mm-hmm. then I guess he did. The writing kill. on the wall. Yeah, and so, so he just does a very good job about this. And I just think it's interesting that Trump is opening himself up to the questions that people actually are wanting to know about. Hey, why don't we still have a client list for Jeffrey Epstein? Why don't we know if he actually killed himself or if he didn't kill himself? Why did the cameras go off five seconds before he dies in the mm-hmm. thing? Um, and anyway, uh, I, I found that very interesting as well. Keep rolling them. There, it started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice. Right. And now indictment. I mean, the next stage is is violence. Is are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you? Honestly, uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. You have great people in the Democrat Party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most yeah. of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or conservatives. Right. I represent everybody. Great I'm answer. the president mm-hmm. of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. It started with pro- so okay. So here's the question. So on that one, he didn't really directly answer what Tucker said. I thought it was a great answer what he said because that's something that most people probably wouldn't expect Trump to say. I represent everybody. Yeah, way, I, I as, was just as, about as to say that. That is something that I've been waiting on him yep. to do for a while. Is like instead of going full bore lying, just back it up. And give a good, solid answer that can relate mm, to everybody. Yeah. So here's a question, though, for everybody in the <clears> room here: Do we think it's at a point now? Because nothing's gonna, nothing real is gonna happen with this Georgia mm-hmm. thing. I mean, it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be more publicity for Donald Trump. Do 
are we at a point now where they've done just about everything but try to take this dude out? Oh, yeah, it's it's going to happen. Like, I think, I, I, I think the, so, too. But the way technology, I mean, this is not the 80s when Reagan got shot. This, I mean, it's a lot harder to get the job done with all the technology and the Secret Service and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean they're not going to try. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, that, I, I agree. Zach, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I think if Trump were to be assassinated, I think it would just it like who, who would who would they say did it? Well, like, now, I, like it now, I didn't easy. say they would actually pull it off. I said, like do we think? Oh, but an like an attempt. But if there's is, an attempt, I feel like it's still like it definitely leads to the Democratic Party, and I would have a hard time figuring it out. Which I know they'd have some bullcrap response to how they see. I think they, I, I, I agree with you. Yes, but I think that people are so stupid. They'll now. believe it because what you're going to have is you're going to have an attempt. And then a suicide. That's what. That's what's going to happen. Like they're going to whoever does it, they're going to attempt it, and then they're going to kill themselves. Because and then because the the Democrats are going to be like, you know, we'll take care of your family for the rest of their life if you take this fall. I can totally. I mean, straight out of a movie, classic mafia stuff, man. And so, yeah, I think one hundred percent. There's a reason that Trump has more than just the Secret Service guarding him Mm -hmm. at all times, and so. Um, I, I don't know. I, I would not be shocked at all if somebody takes a shot at Donald Trump. Like I can see it as clear as day. So, you know, I could trying to walk like, into the court building and, and he <laughs> takes one right in the shoulder. I mean, I, I I hope that doesn't happen. But if it did happen, and he survives, oh I, my god! Yeah, but 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 if it did happen, that there would be zero part of me that'd be like, I cannot believe. Oh yeah, no. that that happened. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm shocked it hasn't. Yet. <laughs> yeah, it and, would be more like, oh, okay, finally. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's been going for forever. All right, keep going. <clears throat> but Joe is really. But you don't think he's going to make it to November of twenty? Well, I, I think he's worse uh, mentally than he is physically, and physically, True. he's not exactly. Uh, a triathlete or <laughs> any kind of an athlete. You look at him, he can't walk to the helicopter. He, he walks, he can't lift his feet out of the grass. You know, it's only two inches at the White House, right? That's not a lot. But you watch him and it looks like he's walking on toothpicks. So, and then you see him in the beach where he can't lift a chair. You know, those chairs are meant to be light, right? They're like two ounces. He, lift them up. he can't lift the chair, he can't walk to the chair. And I, I don't know what they're doing with the beach. You know, this beach is seeming to play a big role, but they love pictures of him on the beach. I think he looks terrible on the beach. <laughs> terrible on the beach. Skinny legs. Well, he can't walk through the sand. You know, sand yeah. is not that easy to walk through, but when he walks through it, he can't walk through the sand. And there's somebody in there that thinks he looks fabulous at the beach. I think he looks horrible <laughs> at the beach. Plus, the beach doesn't represent what a president's supposed to be doing. He's supposed to be working. You're supposed to be getting us out of that horrible, horrible war that we're very much involved in with Russia and Ukraine. You could do that. You could do that very easily. I believe you could do that very... I don't believe he could do it because he's just incompetent. <laughs> but that's a war that should end immediately, not because of one side or the other, because hundreds of thousands of people are being killed. Can you imagine you're in an apartment house and rockets are going into that building and blowing it up and knocking it down and... Who, who can, why, why should anything, why should anybody, human beings, these are human, whether they're Russian or Ukrainian or whatever they are, it's got to be stopped. And it can be stopped very easily. It would have never started. If I were president, it would have never started. Mm-hmm. I believe that. That's so, a fact. Oh, 100%. So, yep. so one, that was a 
masterclass takedown of Biden. Mm-hmm. And and again, I say, all right, look, everybody knows I'm voting for Trump. I'm just being honest, okay? And and you know, I'm glad Todd's here because every Todd wasn't the only one who got on to me when I went when DeSantis was first coming out and all this stuff and everybody else like. And I came out and I said, he's got no shot, man. There is there is not a world in any stratosphere that this guy actually has a real shot because once he's out of his comfy little Florida area and he has to do national politics, you will see Trump is in a completely different stratosphere of these people. That was calm Trump. That was Trump. And I like that version. Just, just calm. Like, I really do. He, he doesn't have to take <clears throat> anybody down. Well, but you saw it last night in the debates. People, people that get upset with people being mean in debates, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, somebody wrote me a message the other day saying that they didn't appreciate me saying people wearing masks are stupid. Um, and I'll say to that person because that person responded with that their wife has a severe illness that they have to like wash groceries and everything before they come in the house and all this stuff. Well, that's not what we're talking and, and, about. And to that person, I say that I, you know, I'm truly praying for you and your family. I, I, I hope the best. But I also respond with, if I call people wearing a mask stupid, I'm not speaking to people that actually have reasons oh, yeah. why yeah. they're doing that kind of thing. You know, I don't make fun of people that are in wheelchairs that actually are paralyzed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I make fun of people <clears throat> in a wheelchair with a sprained ankle. Get up and walk, yeah. you loser. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, like that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, back to the point. P- people that say, oh, I don't like it because Trump's so mean during the debate. The debates are knife fest, okay? That is the point. You are supposed to draw well, blood as often as possible. It's mean, it's nasty, and whoever is the biggest, baddest dog in the mm-hmm. in the in the yep. junkyard, that's who comes out. It's like you don't understand what you're watching. It's like you're watching a UFC fight and you're like, why are they hitting each other so much? <laughs> like, 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 well, oh my gosh, I didn't realize this was gonna happen. Well, like, you have to think like when who whoever wins and then pass if they beat Biden, they're going up against China, they're going up against Putin. Mm-hmm. Like yep. if they can't handle battling other Republicans and they can't, oh, they, they can't be aggressive. Him. I don't want you in my well, yeah, in no, my for office. real. Well, it's like you know the the interview with the dude that um, from Al Qaeda or whatever, and talking about you know Trump was talking to him about back you know if you do this, and he showed him a picture of his house like Trump oh, did, yeah. and he was like. Oh no! I'm. I, this is where your family yeah. lives. This is what's going to happen. Yep. Game K- set. Kim Jong Un. I've got a red button. Well, done. I've got a red button too. What was he saying? And mine's bigger, better, and it works better. Yeah. Well, again, that's the point. And 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 uh, I can't remember if they say this verbatim in the debate clips that we've got listed, but I've said this for a long time. We are not in a make you feel good era in American history. We are in an era where we need whoever is going into the White House next. If America has any shot of just sustaining, okay, that's where we are. At this point, I don't believe there's any real turning America around. I think maybe you can improve some things a little bit, but we're just talking about America not burning in ashes at this point. I mean, that's where we are. You've got to have... Like, dude, George Washington back in the day, I mean, really think about it. George Washington would go out and stab people 
and then come back and sign a piece of legislation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, 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 like we have forgotten, like it, I'm going to be really nerdy for a minute. It's like that scene in hook when, when, when the, the, the old lady, the old lady version of a, Oh, What's the chick he went to visit in the real world all the time? Wendy. 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 The, the old Wendy is talking to Robin Williams. She's like, oh, Peter, don't you remember who you are? Yeah. That's what I feel like we're in America right now. Don't, mm. don't you remember who we are? Mm. We're no, the we're people old, we're old Peter with Pan the now. biggest stick in the yard saying, say one thing, <laughs> and I will bash you up across the side of your head just for looking at me the wrong way. That is who we well, are. And I like what that one lady had to say. It was like one of the um, cut to myself. Uh, one of the ladies just like out in the street. She's like, you don't ha-, she's like, I don't have to like my president. I just want somebody that's going to do a good job. And help I don't out. care. Yeah. I don't care particularly yeah. if I do like everything the president. No. Uh, it's uh, okay. Anyway. All right. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll keep going. How many more Trump clips do we have? We should be getting towards uh, the end here. Just I want to I want to know where we are. Let me see. Last one. Okay. So this is the last clip from the Trump thing. And then we're going to uh, we're going to list every single person that debated. We're going to give our initial thoughts. Because, well, we'll go from there. Play the last, uh, the last clip. The protest didn't work. You got elected anyway. Yeah. Impeachment didn't work twice, obviously. Um, indictment is not working. Your poll numbers go up. When they raided Mar-a-Lago in August yeah. of last year, your numbers went up. Um, they can indict you 20 times, and it's not gonna, you're not going to lose the Republican primary because of that. Well, so it like makes it look even more ridiculous. I mean, the four indictments, and maybe there'll be more. I don't know. These people are crazy. But they're counterproductive. So if you chart it out, it's an escalation, yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So what's next? After, you know, try to put you in prison for the rest of your life, that's not working. So, like, don't they have to kill you now? I, th- I think the people of our country uh, don't get enough credit for how smart they are. And I, I'm not sure I would have said this 10 years ago, but they get it. You know, they yeah. really get it. When somebody gets indicted, your poll numbers go down. When somebody gets indicted, you announce, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be leaving to spend time with my family and to fight for the rest of my life on this stuff. But you're out of politics. I got indicted four times. All trivia, nonsense, bullshit. It's all bullshit. There we go. It's horrible when you look and, and you look at what they're doing. See, even, even, okay, so two things. So even that last part, all right, and I know the Christians, I, and, and I don't necessarily disagree, but I also don't agree. Christians don't like that. Ooh, he said a cuss word. Hey, sometimes it's Dude, the best man, word we're is. talking about the guy who's, Back off. we're talking about the guy that's supposed to be going up in the White House because we got some problems, man. We mm-hmm. got some problems, dude, and we got to have somebody in there that, that will fight. And there's this, I think we have this clip later on in debates where DeSantis goes, will I do that? You're darn right I will. And it just sounds like... Lame. <laughs> that, that is literally Ma- like a yes man Magoo. versus a dog. Yes, Magoo, <laughs> middle school principal, <laughs> like like he really wants to cuss out kids, but he can't, can't yeah. you know, kind of thing. Darn you. And, and, then, and then he talks about the, the truth of the matter. And this is something that I think people don't give Trump enough credit for. He really is facing... Up to 725 years in prison and a possible death sentence if convicted here. Okay? So, so you know, whether or not at the end of the day it all works out or not, if that was any one of us, 
If I was on trial and if I get convicted the wrong way, it could be a death sentence. I wouldn't be in the best of moods. <laughs> Probably know? not. And, but 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 the fact that Trump is just taking it in stride and willing to keep going because I guarantee you, if he dropped out of the race, all this stuff would go away. Oh, oh there's it no would. doubt. They it, let him ride off into the sunset in an instant. Hey, 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 man, this is too much for my family. I'm 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 withdrawing from the race. The next day, all charges would be dropped. It'd be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden would come out and say, "This is the time for our country to heal." We just need to move on and blah, blah, blah. But he's not. And to me, that speaks such far. And so that's where I'm at. Like, like it's more about, well, how can you be for somebody that's got 91 charges and four indictments and da-da-da-da-da? Because he's still running despite all that. Like, to me, that says something more than can be explained uh, just on rational stuff. So that was that was just some clips from the from the Trump Tucker interview. Now we got to get into the actual debate. But before we do that, I want to list everybody that debated and get some initial thoughts from everybody about who was there. Okay, so um, we'll start with the worst all the way up, <laughs> or, or or the least known going into the debate. All the way up to the most known. Okay, so first we had uh, Arcan- former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson. He sucked. Um, it's not worth a discussion. He looked like he had just returned from auditioning for a haunted house. Yeah, where he had like makeup on, like to look <laughs> like a vampire. Um, he got, I think, a total of five minutes in two hours to speak, Pathetic. and he probably shouldn't have got that. Probably. Okay, you have you had North Dakota Governor Doug. Burgum or Burgum, who literally apparently six hours before the debate tore his Achilles playing basketball with his staff. Yeah, and then like he literally was like hobbling in on crutches. I think he got maybe six minutes, and every time, as Todd pointed out, he looked. What did you say? Who did he look like? Uh, the dude from American Pie the dad with the glasses. From the dad, pie. like yeah, he looked like he just walked in on his son with the pie. Yeah, every time it, his eyebrows. He man. was just as oh. surprised to be there <laughs> as we were. Like, like he looked like how he looked. I just he kept, was just happy to be there. Like yep. I said last night, I just kept expecting him to randomly go, "Hello, Wisconsin!" You know, just the whole way. <laughs> I mean, he was just. He even said every time they went to him. It was like he was like, oh well, thank you for thank you for <laughs> thank the you question, for thank you for finally yeah. letting me uh, let me speak. Okay, uh, you had uh, X. I love how they say the the other is former Arkansas governor Chris Christie is ex New Jersey governor mm. Chris Christie. Um, Chris Christie got to talk, which I said I think Chris Christie will be able to talk because he hates Trump and they want to they want to get that. Um, <clears throat> My overall impressions, and we're going to play clips and you're going to hear it, but my overall impressions for him is he's just he's just old New Jersey, and I just don't like the guy. Like, oh, I don't yeah. like him. I think he's a piece of human garbage. That, that He did not do a single thing or say a single thing that I wasn't expecting him to say or do. Yeah, exactly. And and I guess you could say Chris Christie was Chris Christie. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see here. So... Um, Again, uh, and we'll get into the poll here uh, before we start playing the clips. You have entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, I said before that I think Vivek is going to steal the show on this thing. And within three minutes 
I, I it was over. Oh, yeah. In my Mocking opinion, who, within three <clears throat> minutes of the debate starting, it was the Vivek show, and everybody else knew it. Pence, uh, Haley uh, knew it, and so they went in after after Vivek, which gave Vivek more time. DeSantis knew it, but he was so incompetent he couldn't do anything about it. Um, former South Carolina governor. See, this is so interesting. You've got three former governors, and only one of them is mentioned as an ex New Jersey governor. That's so weird. That's so interesting. So <laughs> intentional. Uh, Nikki Haley was Nikki Haley. Um, <clears throat> she did good. Yeah, she did good. I, I got a personal relationship with N- Nikki Haley. I, I, we know each other. We've always been very friendly with each other, and she's always been super nice to me and my family. So I'm not going to openly attack Nikki Haley, but I think Nikki Haley would have been a great candidate in 2008. You know, 2008 Republican candidate, I think Nikki Haley is a slam dunk. The, you're, you're almost tw- 15 years too late for, for, for that regard. Um, I don't like the, you know, I don't, I realize she's the only woman in the race. I don't like the whole, you know, if you want something talked about, you get a man to do it. If you want something done, you get a woman to do it. Yay, women. You know, I don't, mm. I don't like that. I, I don't like the approach. And, and, and that's just me, you know, hey, Nikki, as a friend, I don't like it. Like, like, like this whole patriarchy attack thing that's going on in the world, it's fallen flat in movies across the world, like, like, like stop it. Just stop doing that. Um, Tim Scott. I, I, I saw virtually nothing from Tim Scott. Like, I mean, he had a good stance on like, he, he had a couple good comments about the abortion and the pro-life stuff. I mean, he did. I mean, he, he said all the right things. He didn't necessarily say anything wrong, no. but I mean, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things where dude, like, I don't think he did anything to gain anything. Oh, I don't think he did anything to lose anything. Yeah. He's yeah. just kind of there. So he remains at nothing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, and then last but not least, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, Todd, I'm going to open this up to you. <sighs> no, 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 no. no. And, and this is not picking on you. Like, yeah, yeah. This is back in January. What did you learn? You were all on the DeSantis. And, and, and it's not going to be you. I've got some clips of some former people that felt the same way. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Great. Um. Honest, honest, like un, like like, I'm gonna be silent here. <laughs> but from from January when we first had a conversation, and you called me, and you know we're we're boys, and you're like, man, you gotta lay off my boy Ron, you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> I think that's exact words. I'm pretty you said. sure that's verbatim. Um, pretty sure. From 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 January to now, what has been your biggest shock over DeSantis? Just like he had a a train going when he was the governor of Florida, man. He did all the right things. I mean, the the bill he signed about the the schools, the you know, they call it the don't say gay bill, then going after Disney. I mean, he had a train going. I was like, oh my God, like this is literally another Donald Trump. I mean, this is perfect. Trump can win this one and then we get, you know, eight years of DeSantis. We might be able to fix this thing. And it's almost like as soon as he decided to throw his name in the hat, his brain fell out of his ear. I mean, it's like last night. Was that not the cringiest smile you've uh, ever oh, seen well, in your got, life? We've got it in the clip. Oh, my yeah. God. It's like. Well, you know, we talked about reports coming out that his aides literally have a signal for him. Like to sign smile. language. Like, smile, robot, smile. Um, I... 
And, and the reason why I brought that up is because, you know, and you've got family members that are like, love Ron DeSantis too. And, and, and it's not that I don't like Ron DeSantis. It's, it's, I believe people need to know where they actually excel and freaking stay there. Locked yes. down Florida for the next 14, 16 mm-hmm. years and just do what you do best. The, the best Be thing. America's governor and shut up. The best thing that Ron DeSantis could have done for the Republican parties, just like you said, stay in Florida and keep it red. Yeah, keep you it know, red. You know, keep it red. But last night, you know, that was that was an opportunity for him. Like, but instead of throwing a, a blitz and running man coverage, he just played prevent the whole time. Yeah. He just backed mm-hmm. up. We, we counted it during the debate, and I even tweeted about it. There was a moment there. Again, Ron DeSantis is supposed to be like the competition for Donald Trump. And mm-hmm. there was a solid, no. solid, and I'm being generous when I say it was only 30 minutes. There was a solid 30-minute stretch where he did not say a single word. Nothing. Name one time that Trump has been on a debate stage where they have not had to calm actively him. shut him <laughs> up. And I, when Mike Pence is being told to calm down and you're supposed to be a dog like Trump and no— L, yep. you took an L, bro. Yeah, like, and, and so, 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 so that's what I mean. So this first clip, I think we're gonna the first clip we're gonna show you is the very first like question they ask. And Fox News started it off interesting. They played the Oliver Anthony uh, Rich yeah. Men North of Richmond video, which I, you know, I got, I, you know, I like that video. Where, you know, we helped, you know, skyrocket that thing, just like many other conservative commentators. Um, but then they ask. They ask him a question. They ask Ron DeSantis, so I want to put context because this is just his answer. <clears throat> they go to DeSantis first. Megan Kelly even said it. What a softball opener, right? They ask Ron DeSantis why that song is resonating with Americans on such a high level. That's the question they ask. And this is what Ron DeSantis says. Part of it and a major reason is because how this federal government handed COVID-19 by locking down this economy. It was a mistake. Nothing. It should have never happened. And in Florida, we led the country out of lockdown. We kept our state free and open. And I can tell you this, as your president, I will never let the deep state bureaucrats lock you down. You don't take somebody like Fauci and coddle him. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. That was his pre-recorded first answer. No matter the question, that is what was coming out of his mouth. Correct. So, so, So DeSantis comes across, so there's three things for that. One... Had absolutely nothing to do with the actual question. And why, it's a teed up question. Why does the North Men North of Richmond song identify so strongly with the American people? That song is about politicians North of Richmond in Washington, D.C. that want to know what you do. Uh, they want total control over you, etc. They, you know, they're, they're taking care of minors on an island somewhere instead of actual minors. Uh, fat people are are milk and welfare and all this other stuff. That's what the song is about. 
I don't know if Ron DeSantis has actually heard the song. I, apparently that not, because he been, didn't mention nothing. That might have been the first time he had ever heard that song. And, and then what does he go to? He goes to an immediate, and this is what I love about American people now. American people are seeing the difference between somebody that's up there rolling with it, like, hey, this is my thoughts, this is what I really think, the versus rehearsed debate prep talking points mm -hmm. okay and then he even steals donald trump's line you're fired yeah i, I, I the, wish the, the first apprentice. question yeah you're fired I, I wish the first question would have been about the nasa space station progress nasa space progress and it still would have started still, with COVID. well they may lock you down in space <laughs> but i'm not locking you down here i'll get us to mars before they lock us down again <laughs> yeah. like kind of thing yeah all right so anyway okay now i'm not going to lie the rest of these clips are pretty Vivek heavy. And the reason why is I tried. I searched for hours. It's, it's impossible. Yeah, it is impossible there. to find any real moments from anyone that was not Vivek. And so so if you're wondering why now, now some of these are altercations with Pence and Haley and all this other stuff. But it's still Vivek, like, like you know, like it's like even when Donald Trump was in arguments with people during, you know, his debates, it was still Donald Trump, Donald Trump, you know, clips. So we're gonna go through these, um, and we're going to, uh, yeah, we're we're just gonna do the same thing. All right, let's roll it. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. We don't need to bring in a rookie. Pause it. Pause it. You hear that reaction? I love it. You hear that reaction? We don't, that was Mike Pence, by the way. We don't need to bring in a rookie, okay? That, and the booze happened because that is what the American people, myself included, are so sick and tired of hearing. You mean to tell me that the only people that are allowed to run for office are people that have been doing it for years? I hate to break it to all these people. You've been in, like Mike Pence goes on to say, he was in Congress, he was governor, he was vice president, and the country sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why would we not want Sounds to? Sounds like a new change of management. Why, yeah. why is it such a bad that, idea exactly. to bring somebody yeah. else new in? Okay, fi finish the clip. I'm sorry. Now is not the oh, time. sorry. Okay, that's but but that was directed specifically at Vivek. Okay, um, because they're scared of him, and so the only thing that they can say is, "You're a rookie. You're not a politician. You don't understand what you're talking yeah, and, about." And here's my question, and and I, I know I know your answer. I'm just going to ask it ask it to our listeners. So why does it seem like politics is the only thing? in the world that a rookie can't do because buddy, I'm going to tell you something. King Griffey Jr. As a rookie started stud. I mean, any sports, any yeah. business, professional any, football team. How old are you? Uh, Oh, you're only 22 years old. You can't play, play in the NFL. You can't be a starting quarterback. Uh, how old are you, sir? Oh, you're 57 years old. Oh, come okay. On yeah. Come you've, on in. You've never won a championship in your life, but you've been playing for 37 years. Okay, great. Yeah. You're the one we but want. Just Shut because up. somebody doesn't have experience, don't make them. Well, he has experience running multi-billion dollar yeah. companies. G that, I, well, well, I like that. There's that. I like that. But where is good? Where is president school? 
Where is that? <laughs> where, 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 I have my degree from president where, school. Where, where do you apply to go to president school to learn how to do that kind of stuff? You I got mean, I'm just trying to be like, you know, like who who is qualified to be president? Like where are the credentials you're supposed to have to go to, go to president school? <laughs> And then if there was a president score, are you a C student? Are you a B student? Did you graduate with honors? Are you summa cum laude or whatever it is? Oh, oh he's extra. He's off. extra orange now. I gotta take my headset off for a second. Not as a new shade of orange oh. right now. It is, uh, it I'm is. so glad we're not live right now. <laughs> no, that would have been great. All right. Oh. Okay. All right. Next clip. Now, this is Vivek. Okay, do it. Go. The real choice we face in this primary is this. Do you want a super PAC puppet, or do you want a patriot who speaks the truth? Do you want incremental reform, which is what you're hearing about, or do you want revolution? Okay. And I stand on the side of the American revolution. Okay, again, so... You're seeing the difference right there already. And as we go through more of these clips, you'll see it. Hey, <clears throat> hey, do, I'm not a politician. Do you want the bought and paid for super PAC stuff? And I love how he said that because then there's another clip, the precursor, the hand raising moment. And we'll get that to a minute. Um, I don't want the bought and paid for super PAC people. I want the people that are honestly on that stage because they barely made it money-wise to qualify, which is also something that I think is total garbage, by the way. I mean, I know we've got to have some qualifications or whatever, but there's some ridiculous <clears throat> qualifications for getting on the presidential stage to debate. You've got to have, I think it's like several thousand donors from each and every single state. You have to have raised so much money already to be able to do it. So so we're basing uh it should be polls in my opinion. Like 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 because we're basing who can raise the most money as to who has the most support when those two things believe it or not do not coincide with That's, each other. Yeah. Uh -uh. Because the people that have more money can hire more aides to make phone calls and do mm -hmm. phone call banks and raise more money 24/7 mm -hmm. cuz they already got money to be able to do it. When you got people that are just starting, they don't have that infrastructure in, pl in place from previous campaigns like a, <clears throat> a Florida governor campaign uh, or a former vice presidential campaign, uh, of, you know, all this stuff. So I, I more so think that it should be who's in the top. I don't like having eight people on the debate stage. No, who that was the, awful. Who are the top five people in the polls? <clears throat> who's polling in the top five? Those are the people that are on the debate stage. I don't care how much money you yeah, raise. Yeah, bigger war chest does not mean more qualified. Correct. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Correct. No, it no. has been seen time and time and time again in congressional races, in Senate races, where people get outspent 10 to 1, and they still win because money has nothing to do with it. But, but, but the GOP is nothing but a money fundraising machine, and that's how they do it. Um, and so anyway, I don't want the super PAC person. All right, next next clip. This looks like Chris Christie. Uh, oh, look at our boys, Black Rifle There's Coffee. Hey. hey, Black Rifle is the sponsor of this. Supporting. No. I'd like to hey. get in and respond. Let's just speak the truth, okay? President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. Boom. And Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible 
if your entire campaign Boom. were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. Wow. Wow. Just smacked him, bro. Wow. People blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country. They could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice, and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. See, again, that's total off the cuff. Like, because Chris Christie had just got done dissing, like, the former president or administrator. They tried their best not to mention Trump's name. But that was that was one Vivek interrupted him, which I loved. Uh, but <clears throat> see, some people get all bent out of shape. Oh, he interrupted too much. Shut up. That's yeah. a debate. Man, you you got one. It's Eminem's song. If you got one shot, one opportunity <laughs> to seize everything you ever wanted, <laughs> would you capture it or would you just let it slip, baby? And you got one chance, bro. Mm. And 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 so he goes in there, and that's just off the cuff. Now, again, and I want to be clear here, okay. I still am, am feeling Vivek out, the Vivek train, okay? I'm just telling you what I saw from a, de, uh, from a debate perspective. I'm voting for Donald Trump, okay? I think that this was a this was an interview for a possible VP candidate. There's no way that Vivek beats Donald Trump, okay? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not being like, oh, Vivek is all, like That's not it. I'm talking to you purely from a non-biased opinion on that stage because no one on that stage is going to win the GOP debate no, or nomination. No, not even close. Okay. Uh, uh, the real winner of that debate last night didn't even <clears throat> show up. Okay. It was Donald Trump. But, but either way, I'm talking from a pure debating standpoint. Vivek is killing these people. Mm. Like it is like, this is debate like masterclass that is happening. And that's what I'm pointing out. And how can you argue with what he just said? That's the thing. Find find what he just said. Donald Trump is the greatest president of the 21st century. I agree with that 100%. Okay, you can't count what happened with COVID. Unprecedented. There's no book on how to handle mm -hmm. COVID. Now there's a book. Like, hey, this is bull crap. We're never doing this again. Okay, jobs were never better. Hispanic, African-American unemployment was never been lower. Uh, nothing had been done more for prison reform and border security across the board. Fentanyl sex trafficking declined at a rapid rate that has never been seen under President Trump. Gas was under $2, for goodness sake. Mm, I missed that. I, I did. Oh. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, either I, way. I it, could actually afford to feed five teenage boys. Yes, you can <laughs> run for president. Without completely and utterly attacking the former president that is under political police state persecution right now. And Vivek seems to be the only person that gets that. It's like, hey, I'm running for president, but holy crap, what they're doing to Donald Trump is wrong, man. The end. All right, next clip. You got people on this stage that won't even talk about issues like Social Security and Medicare. Vivek, you recently said uh, a president can't do everything. Well, I got news for you, Vivek. I've been in the hallway. I've been in the West Wing. A president in the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth talking and prosperity and restore fiscal responsibility, like just as I did in Congress and, here comes and as Vivek, governor Mr. Vice president. and when I was vice president. 
But yeah, I mean, we hold on. Spot yeah. hold on. I was, and you were named earlier. I'm going to get Vivek first. We'll get to both. Yeah, this isn't that complicated, guys. Unlock American energy. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. Put people back to work by no longer paying them more to stay at home. Reform the U.S. Fed, stabilize the U.S. dollar, and go to war. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations acting like a wet blanket on the economy. So I'm not sure I exactly understood Mike Pence's comment, but I'll let you all parse that out. For me, it's pretty simple. That's something a U.S. president can do with focus, and I'll deliver on well, it. Well, let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you. Yeah, so see, again, Pence is talking, I will do this, uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Whenever they do that tone and they point that finger, that is political rehearsed talking points. It's almost like the JFK thing. Ask not what your country. It's the same thing, right? It's the same tone, the same cadence, because for 50 years, that's what registered to voters. Voters wanted to hear this tone on this point, high crescendo at the end of the message. Applause, right? Mm-hmm. And then Vivek comes in and is like, look, this ain't hard, guys. Do this, 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 and this. The end. These people are morons. Like that was <laughs> that was the tone. And that Facts. that is now Facts. what is registering. Yep. Oh, this dude is literally like going after these people because they're morons and they're political mm-hmm. pundit pawns. Okay. Next. Mr. Ramaswamy, you would not support an increase of funding to Ukraine. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting. Can, can we pause it real quick? So that, so to be clear, just so you guys know, if you didn't watch the debate, Ukraine came up. Vivek is the only person. Only one. Who said that, like, literally, like, like that, that I think they asked the question, uh, would you support sending more aid to Ukraine in their fight against Russia. Raise your hand. Uh, or or no, 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 no. would you oh, no, not, would not support? Would you not? Would you very, stop? Pop I mean, went up quick. And then, boom. As high as he could possibly And then DeSantis raise it. was like... And, <laughs> then, and then after DeSantis saw him do it, he did this kind of like little limp wrist. Little, he like, did that so many times. Like, oh he just won the, like he just won the homecoming pageant. He's riding in the <laughs> car and he's doing like the queen wave or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, okay, now play it. I'm sorry. <laughs> else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. Yes. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago okay. right. or I think that we have to put the interests of Americans first, secure our own border instead of somebody else's. And the reality is, this is also how we project strength by making America strong at home. Again, okay, so I am very anti-war in Ukraine. I think that it is a proxy war. I think that it is a waste of time. I think that we literally have $700 going to family members uh, in Maui that their entire world, their, their literal entire city just burned down. But we're sending hundreds of millions. I think we're in We're billions. in billions territory now. Oh. The buh. Oh, we're easily billions, billions to, now. To, to Ukraine. Are we like getting close to 100 billion? Yeah, it's yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I think it's 100 billion. I it's think pretty you're close. Right. Um, I, 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 100%. You see videos of like people going to nightclubs and partying 
in Kiev right now. Yeah, well, it's, like like, a- it's like we've said all week long. You've got a phone. We got phones now. You can't hide this stuff. No, you know, man. you're supposed to be a war-ravaged country, and, and it's nightclubs, walking around in bikinis. And, it looks like a college and town I'm there. I'm not saying, I've, I've been very honest about this. I was not, like, super elite army. I was just a normal army person. But I was in the war. That don't happen no, in a not real at world. All. Everybody's locked down. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody doing nothing. There's curfews. Don't you dare come around this area. Something is weird and wrong and deceptive about this Ukraine thing. There is something, something sinister almost going on it's, about yeah. it. And Vivek was the only one to talk like, about can it. Can you imagine like rolling through the streets of Baghdad or Bakhmut or Fallujah or something at, at night? Just if busting you're up out, in a nightclub. Like, no, like, if, if you're a civilian and we're there and we're at war, if you're out at night, you're bad. Yeah, like, you're yeah. bad. Yeah, like, M4 I mean, is drawn at and your I'm face. And I'm pointing it at what you, cause are, why are you out here? Yeah. You know that we are in a war. Why are you outside right now? What are you doing? My gun is pointed straight at your face. That's war, okay? Yep. What's going on? I don't I don't care what none of this this is not and I'm not saying people haven't died. Obviously they have, but something is going on that is not what they're wanting you to believe. No. But, all right, next. So, as president, would you support we go. sending US special forces over the border? into Mexico to take out DeSantis. fentanyl labs, mm-hmm. to take out drug cartel operations. Would you support that kind of American military use? Yes, and I will do it on day one. Here's the thing. The cartels are killing tens of thousands of our fellow citizens. You want to talk about a country in decline? You have the cartels controlling a lot of part of your southern border. We have to reestablish the rule of law, and we have to defend our people. The President of the United States has got to use all available powers as Commander-in-Chief to protect our country and to protect the people. So when they're coming across, yes, we're going to use lethal force. Yes, we reserve the right to operate. How many more tens of thousands are we going to let to die? I am sick. I've met angel moms throughout this country. I met a lady in, in Texas named Tracy, and her son took one Percocet that was laced with fentanyl immediately died. That is happening all across this country because of the poison that they are bringing in. So as president, would I use force? Would I treat them as foreign terrorist organizations? You're darn right I would. Okay, so there's the darn right thing I was talking about. Okay, I'll give that response a 50-50 and I'll tell you why. Okay, now this is me and, and feel free to disagree. I, if, if I was running, I wouldn't send special forces into Mexico. Um, I would demand, as president of the United States, Mexico, get your crap and raid your own people, or I swear to God, every funding that we have, every everything is cut off, and your poor, pathetic country will dwindle away in the next 20 years and will watch you starve to death. That would be the first thing that I would do. 100%. Secondly, I would eliminate the IRS agents, which is a talking point. I get it. And I would, I would, I would make the border the most militant thing you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And if you even step a toe into the water, we're shooting you in the face. The end. Why? I, I, I completely disagree with sending more of our people into other people's countries to do this stuff. No, 
secure our own borders and hold other countries accountable to handle their own business and their own jobs. And if you don't do it, all of our help is cut off. You're done. Oh, like, yeah. For we real. ain't sending you no yeah. more money. People don't realize how much <clears throat> money we send Mexico every year just so Mexico can keep being a country. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How we haven't just gone ahead and invaded Mexico and made it like this big like leg of America, I don't know. America would look kind of like a T-Rex at that point. We but cool. I mean, but yeah. I, you know, why not? I, I, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I don't get. People are fed up with caring about other people's countries other than our own right now. As I said, we're in a part of American history. It'd be like after the Revolutionary War, okay, we got France to come help us out, okay? We wouldn't have won the Revolutionary War without France's help, okay? Because we didn't have a naval fleet or anything like that. All right. Very shortly afterwards, France got into conflict and asked for our help. And guess what we said? Nope. Nope. Why? Because we ain't in a place to help you right now, and we got to focus on America right this mm-hmm. second. Okay? Now, those were the founding fathers. I believe it's John Adams that actually ended up having to make that decision. And um, I could be wrong on that, so you can fact check me. I'm not 100% sure. But my point is, they were strong enough to say, hey, I appreciate it, and I know we're allies, but we got our own problems to worry about right this second. And if we go to help you, not only will we not actually be able to help you because we don't have the manpower, this country experiment we're doing is dead because we got to focus internally right now. That's where America is right this second. We do not have time to focus on any other country right now other than our own. The end. And and, and I think people are sick of that. Um, I'm trying to be fair and giving DeSantis some airtime on here. But 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 literally, those were like his best moments. Yeah, and that that's not a terrible response. I and said I give like, him 50-50. It, and I, I would too. I would agree with you. Um, the only difference that I have with you is, I would I would call the Mexican president as well. I'd be, but I'd be like, look, dude, you you've got X amount of days to get this figured out. Like your your people are coming over here killing my people. I'm not only am I going to cut off your funding, but if I call you in thirty minutes and say, hey, I need you to clear a square bro- a block. That's because AF-15's already taken off. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I mean... Like, I, I, yeah, there's a bomb coming. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Because we... Yeah. <clears throat> we know where they are. We know where they are. And, we know their labs here. you just here. brought up a great point. We live in a technological age where the same intel that we would know where these places are, that they're building and, and, or, and manufacturing all of this poison, why send troops in there when we can literally just send a drone to drop a bomb on it? Call it a day. Because we know where it is. And so, again, like, I, I, the, the answer is no. Like, I would not send more troops into another country, nope. especially a country that literally borders ours. No. And so that's why I disagree with that answer. But, but you know, I wanted to be fair and give DeSantis some airtime on here. Next. Mr. Ramaswamy, you would not support an increase of funding to Ukraine. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border. What did we just say? We should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. Mm. We are driving Russia further into China. All right, pause it. That's the same clip. It's just a different part of the clip. But yeah, same thing. All right. Same thing. We got to focus on America right now. The end. America is the focus. And, and, and in my opinion, anybody that, that is, is pro anything other than 
America right this second, I'm done with. Um, I want to talk about one thing here uh, really quick because I didn't put any clips here, but we'll get into the next clip in a minute. How many more clips do we have? Do you know? Uh, That's like three or four. Okay. Before we get into the last three or four, I want to talk about the abortion issue. I don't have any clips brought up of it because like I said, it's extremely hard to find it. And even Vivek and everybody, I did not like anybody's answer um, because no one except Mike Pence, Mike Pence gets on there. He does this whole Jesus speech, which is great. I I mean, I, now that's one thing that it's hard for me to argue with Pence on because I'm 1 million percent anti-abortion at any level. I am, I am. Um, and, and, and he does say that everybody else kind of like dances between six weeks, 15 15 weeks, weeks. can a federal ban happen, et cetera. And then Nikki Haley, I'll give her credit. She tells the truth. Hey, tell the American people the truth. You don't have the votes in the Senate, no matter how well we do to get a federal ban passed. That is true. We've talked about this a lot, but I also don't want to hear that. I want to hear somebody who's like, Hey, I don't have the votes, but every single freaking day I'm taking it to the to, to the Congress to put a federal ban on abortion from the moment of conception every single day. I might not ever be able to get that passed, but I believe that life begins at conception. But we're going to try. And when mm-hmm. every single freaking day, you know who else they said didn't have the votes to end something? Uh, that'd be slavery and Abraham Lincoln. He didn't have the votes either. That's what everybody told him. You don't have the votes. It's never going to happen. You're never going to get the votes. And you know what he had to do? He did whatever the crap he had to do to get it yep. done. He blackmailed. He blackballed. He he threatened he probably people's killed lives. A few people. He choked a couple people. <laughs> like I, he did whatever he had to do. To get it done. Wait, so you're telling me that uh, Abraham Lincoln wasn't this really nice, quiet no. guy? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. He was a thug, bro. That hat was made with lead, and it had a, it had a, it had a, it had a like a like a blade like in he the could throw it, and he would throw it like a frisbee disc and decapitate people. And you've seen him? He killed vampires. Yeah, too, oh, man. yeah, yeah. he yeah. killed Come vampires. On. I mean, all the stuff. Thank you, Abraham Lincoln, man. or we'd be infested with vampires. Anyway, the point is, I hear what Nikki Haley is saying, and she's not wrong. I don't like the fact of people taking this approach of, well, at the end of the day, there's no way I can get the Senate votes. So, you know, I, I just got to I just got to do it. No, no. Every single day you try and you may end up with a 15 week federal ban, maybe. Uh, or you may not ever be able to get a federal ban because the truth is Congress did or Congress, excuse me. The Supreme Court did send it back to the states to let the states decide. But as president. I, I I am. I, I'm a I'm a two, three issue voter, man. I really am. Where are you at on abortion? The end. Like and so so I didn't like pretty much everybody's responses well, to think, abortion. I don't think Vivek really said anything about abortion. He really didn't. He kind he, of, he kind of I stayed noticed away. he stayed quiet, he stayed which I didn't quiet, really like didn't, that. He, I didn't really like that. And again, like I said, this is not a ooh, we love Vivek thing. This is just me talking debate. Who won the debate? That was just something that I didn't like really any of their responses. Mm-hmm. I, I see where Nikki's coming from, but I still don't like the response. Yeah, you may know that you got a mountain to climb, that you may never get to the top, 
but by God, you better try. Well, she she, she kind of went the whole like my body, my choice route too, a though, little bit. didn't she? Like just a little, slightly, yeah. You because know? she was like, you know, the Supreme I'm a Court, woman. The Supreme Court sent it back to the states for the states to decide on their own what a woman can do with her body and da 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 da. Anyway, okay, that was just a quick little insert. I wanted to talk about that. Next clip. You all signed a pledge to support the eventual nomination. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. Pause. Boom. Vivek's the first one. Then Nikki and Tim Scott. Yep. And those are the first three. Watch DeSantis. Then DeSantis is looking around three. Go back. I want to count. I want to know how long it took him to raise his hand. Go back. He had to look Let's that way first. Right. From when Vivek goes. Please raise your hand if you would. One, two, three. About a solid three count. And it's after he looked, looked to his left to see who was raising his hand. And then Asa Hutchinson didn't raise his hand. And then Pence went after. And then, yeah. and then Pence. Then, then Christie. And he just puts it up real quick and puts it down, and Asa never does. And look, Vivex is up loud and proud. Yeah, exactly. And so this, this, this here is this is also something that I don't understand. Okay, so one reason Trump didn't debate is because he said that they make you sign this paper that's like you will support whoever the candidate is. And he's like, well, I won't do it. I won't support whoever the candidate is, and everybody gave him crap for it. Well, now you got at least one person on the stage that refused to raise his hand, but yet he was allowed to debate. So he signed fraudulently that he would support whoever the nominee is, but then on stage, oh, if it's, Donald, if it's Donald Trump, no. No, I'm not doing Just that. Just kidding. So this is a hypocrisy at its best. Okay, next clip. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. It, it, it's a it's an image that everybody's already showing. Vivek's hand raised up, and DeSantis got this little limp wrist thing. Mm. Like a picture says a thousand words, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, he's so dead. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, this is the smile. <laughs> mm. oh, Look at that. Oh, All right, that, that that's it. It was just that's that, so creepy, it's man. It's just it's just that smile, man. Like like <laughs> he, I mean, yeah. Like oh my gosh, like. It's like it's it, it really is like a automaton robot that they're in the I, back I, and like they try to hit smile and and it malfunctions and only one side uh, of his lip comes up at one point and then the other side slowly. I comes can't even do it. it. I just I don't know if he knows what emotion is and I'm not like there's dude. I'm I've told I've I've said it from the like, very beginning, man. There is <laughs> there's something there's something wrong with the scientists. Okay, and, and again. In my opinion, and, and next we're going to go into two things that are like thoughts on DeSantis here. Um, uh, th- this is this is a good buddy of mine. This is Andrew Colvett. Um, Andrew Colvett is behind the scenes at the Charlie Kirk, Kirk show, and Andrew Colvett is is one of the most connected interpersonal political people in the world. Very few people know who he actually is, but this guy I talk to him very fairly regularly. He is, he is, there is not a single candidate running in the GOP that doesn't go through Andrew Colvett. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the end, like, like, and so he gives a testimonial here on his thoughts about DeSantis 
and I think it's very powerful, so we're going to play the clip. I cannot get over how much Ron DeSantis completely did not show up. And again, you guys know me in the chats. Uh, the audience doesn't necessarily know my, my all of my personal opinions. I really, really like DeSantis. Uh, I've since I, I was wavering on whether or not I was a Trump or DeSantis guy early in January, February. I think like a lot of the base, we were sort of expecting Andrew, him we, to do we, more. We, we had some conversations, all right, back around this time. I remember yes, some late. I know. Nights. I, I, not, not I know our audience is going like, to like hate me for conversations that. Conversations about that. We yeah, did. I, I I know the audience is going to hate me for that, but I'm just being honest. Like I I wasn't sure. Okay, I I would say around March or April, I went back to saying like, listen, Trump's got this. He's got it, and and I'm really disappointed. I was really disappointed when DeSantis did not come out with Alvin Bragg when that indictment fell down and did not stand up and say something very strong. Instead, he kind I, I think of that was it. That was the end of his it. campaign. Yep. Yeah, that he, he, he ended it right there for me. And I remember I had a reporter call and I said, listen, you mark my words. His his polling is going to drop 20, 10, I said 10 to 15, maybe even 20 percent. And people laughed wrong. at you, Andrew. Remember, people thought no. that you were I mean, like, oh, but we know the base. Thought, we sp we no, speak they, to the base yeah. every single day. They thought they yeah, thought I was is, I was overstating the issue and I wasn't. And, and so, again, as somebody that wants to re retain DeSantis as a viable candidate for 2028, I want to see him excel. I want to see him have these great moments. I want to see him nip at the heels of Trump. I still think this is Trump's moment. I've become to, I've become convinced that this is Trump's moment. I want to see him nip at the heels, and I'm just not seeing that. That's my biggest surprise. I'm not surprised that Vivek came out as articulate and commanding, and I but I was surprised that the other candidates came after him as much as they did. I will say that because he was sort of alpha because they you know, they're you know on that of stage him. and they were coming after him. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, that that's my take. Uh, I'm just surprised. I'm surprised that DeSantis can't rise to this occasion. Todd, your thoughts on that that statement? Uh, he's absolutely right because I mean I can really like identify with everything that 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 guy just said because I I mean I was the same way. I called and basically everything I said we can't say on this show <laughs> the jar be kind of full because it wasn't just hey man get off my dude run <laughs> yeah it was a whole lot worse than yeah, that yeah, yeah but like dude they that debate i'm sorry i'm sorry it don't take a whole lot of ad lib and a whole lot of who's lying is it anyway you know stuff it, they were teed up questions yes they i mean were. They, they were like softball yes questions. man i mean it wasn't a nolan ryan fastball there was no question in there that was difficult there was nothing that needed to be danced around i mean fox news just basically said here yeah and Do he just was something. like instead Do of swinging anything. the bat he went he, got, he struck out with looking. a struck goofy out smile, looking. man. With, with an eighty, with an eighty-five miles per hour, just struck out looking like, oh, oh, he threw it. Okay, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's go to the polls real quick. Uh, you know, I said Vivek won hands down. This is this is on Twitter at uh, forty-eight. As of this moment, right now, uh, and there's actually thirteen hours left in the poll. Uh, 48,638 votes so far. Okay. And I said, who won the debate? Vivek, DeSantis, Haley, or someone else? Okay. Haley got 4%. Uh, someone else, I think they were probably hinting like Trump or something, but I wasn't. But either way. All right. So it's Vivek and DeSantis. DeSantis got 14% of the vote. Vivek got 61% of the vote on Twitter. Mm -hmm. All right. Did the same thing on uh, Instagram. 
um, where 44,000 people have voted so far. Um, Pence got 2%, Haley got 4%, DeSantis 18 and Vivek 76% of that mm. vote of who won the debate. Um, it, it, like I said, it was over in the first three minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, and I think we all felt it when he first came out, uh, with his statement of, of, you know, this isn't difficult folks, uh, burn coal, fracking drill, bring back jobs and American energy independence. Uh, do you want a political pack bot shell or do you want somebody? It was over. Done. It was done from, from, from that moment. Everybody else sensed it too, and and I will say it was interesting to me to, to to even go off of Andrew's thing a little bit. Not only was I, I I said DeSantis is going to crater in this. I said that, but what I was really really the most shocked about was I thought he was going to crater with a multitude of airtime. It mm. was shocking to me how little he was able to insert himself. It, he wasn't. That I don't remember one moment where he inserted Interrupted himself. somebody. It yeah. was only when he was directly addressed that he actually talked. And when he was directly addressed, he was spoon-fed. Yeah, and, and it was just... And he choked. It was just... And, and Vivek, Vivek smelled it the entire time. He's like, he's like, yeah, he did a little hand little wave. Little hand thing. Little hand I loved wave. it. And he's like, he's like, are you done with your slogans yet? Are you done with your slogans? And then one time... He even said he's in the background yelling. You didn't even answer the question. That's not the que- That's not what they asked you. That's a talking point. That's all you're saying are talking points. It, it was interesting to me. The, the the three people that had the most air. We'll, we'll do top four. Vivek, I would say Pence got the second most. Haley and and Christie. Those were the top four air times. Uh, Scott. Whatever that dude's name from North Dakota yeah. and Hutchison, that, that they won't they won't be at the next debate. They shouldn't be. Um, they won't be there. And um, hang on. And uh, I I be I don't know, man. I, I think that this is the nail in the coffin. Um, and and I just I, I don't see I don't see the see this uh, DeSantis recovering from this. No. Uh Glenn Beck said it last night. The reality of the situation is it's Trump against either DeSantis or Vivek in the voting, and neither one of them are going to beat Trump. And so I'm going to say here what Donald Trump is going to say probably in the next 48 hours. It's time for all these other people to get out, get out, get out of the race. Stop wasting American uh, uh, people's money, all of the above. Stop. Just, just stop. Get out. Let's beat Biden and let's do this. Now, last but not least, this was last minute. This is Don Jr. And I thought this was very interesting. Yeah, this was weird. I saw this. Um, Don Jr. is denied entry to the Fox News like post-debate area. And let's listen to what Don Jr. has to say. Right now, trying to ban people from actually having discourse about politics. Uh, How un-American. Probably, probably shouldn't surprise any of us, uh, but that's what it is. I've been told by others that I would be able to go in. So they said we were able to go in, then they said they weren't, now that we're here. Wait, wait, saying, and the candidate that said you can't go in the spin room. They're telling me right now, Fox won't let that. me into the spin room. But that's what the American people Fox should know. News, this is the kind of they're telling him, they're he works for security here, but they're telling him that I'm not allowed to go in there. 
because the candidates that they've been boosting while simultaneously trying to cut down Trump for the last, what, two years, didn't perform as they had hoped. So they can have someone who can maybe be a representative of my father. Just like a few weeks ago when I was canceled after the first indictment, I was scheduled to go on. And about five minutes before I'm on, I found out I'm no longer on because apparently I wouldn't be a great surrogate to talk about my father's indictment. Just so we understand what we're dealing with here. So it shouldn't surprise any of us. And it's also why Trump was 100% right to not go to this debate. Exactly. It's beneath him. And when you know that you're walking into a setup because of exactly these kinds of circumstances, you understand exactly what's going on in mainstream media, even conservative. It's very unfair. I like to knock, I like to knock the one the side, but I got to call balls and strikes. This is no different than I what we that. see from the Democrats. I love that statement. It's no different than what we're seeing from the Fulton County DA when they're trying to put a gag order on Donald Trump so he can't defend himself in court proceedings. And more importantly, to function as an intimidation tactic for anyone else who would defend him, where the DA there is then saying, hey, we're going to add you people to the indictment if you take part in this. I don't know, guys, doesn't reek of democracy. All the people that have been screaming that for the last six or so years, especially during the Trump presidency, when I believe we had a lot more freedom uh, than we do now, or certainly since this administration's taken over, are strangely quiet. But I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Again, uh, completely agree. Uh, I believe that the audience, uh, the questions and everything was stacked against Trump to go after Trump if he did show up. And I think the fact that they won't even let surrogates for Trump, even his own son, go into the spin room to speak on behalf of the president is, yeah, it's very telling. that They wanted this to be DeSantis's moment so bad, but it's just not happening. I mean, do they not understand that it's not up to them? That they have no, they no vote no, whatsoever. No, no, they don't. They don't like, understand at all. They're going to be in the same boat if they're not careful. They're going to be in the same boat as CNN. They're yep. going to tank super quick. Yeah, and they already are. And, and <clears> so, <throat> anyway, that's it. Those are our thoughts on the debate. We hope you Woo. enjoyed it. Email us, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. We hope that this brought you insight, maybe it angered you, please let me know. I love your comments. I love your emails. Uh, Todd, say goodbye. Love you, miss you, mean it. Uh, Zach. See you guys later. That's all we have for this episode of Dear America. Make sure you're following us on Rumble. Daily Show starts on September 1st. And we'll see you all again next time.